Welcome to the next episode of Jake of All Trades, where I talk to real people about financial problems that we as millennials are all facing today. I'm your host, Jake Rivas, and the title of today's episode is Hashtag Priorities. So I'm going to open up today's episode with a personal story, because I think that's going to help set the tone for what it is that we're going to be talking about. So when we're talking about priorities, I can be the first to attest that I don't always make the wisest decisions when it comes to managing my own personal finances, and I learned that the hard way. So when I first moved to San Antonio and I got a big kid job, I had a salary coming in, and I had always wanted a car, like my dream car. Uh, That's just something that I'm obsessed with. So I thought, hey, I've got a decent income coming in. I can make some payments on a car. Let's just do it. So uh, I made what I would consider sort of an impulse buy and bought my dream car. Fast forward a year and a half, and all of a sudden I have this hefty car payment that I now have to, I'm forced to balance out with the rest of my financial priorities. And had I not made that decision so early on, or had I reconsidered how much of a car payment I could handle and how that would balance out in the rest of my financial life, maybe I would have done things a bit differently. So I think this will probably be a topic that comes up throughout the uh, responses from our interviewees, but I think it's important for you to think about, you know, the concept of impulse buying and, you know, when you want something, uh, you feel like you need it, but putting it into perspective of your overall goals is really important. On this episode, I interviewed three people and I asked them this question. What are your top two financial priorities to focus on and why? The first person I interviewed was Kelly, and she is 32 years old. She's got children, and she works as a legal assistant for a law firm in San Antonio. Wow, that's a great question. I Right now, I feel like that I need to focus on thinking about um, my future because I'm 32. I have kids. Uh, you know, I, I don't have life insurance yet, but I feel like I need to do that so that I can start like a savings fund within my life insurance policy. So I have that for my kids. Um, it, should something happen to me or set up something to where they don't have to worry financially if something were to happen to me? Um, I think outside of that, I really do want to buy a house this year so that I can start putting my money into something that's going to grow some equity for me uh, and possibly have a rent house uh, that I can I can use as well uh, to rent out to help me pay for my mortgage. Ooh, Kelly, you got a lot going on. And I think that it's important that that question and that response comes up because this illustrates to all of you listening that there's a lot of competing priorities when it comes to your personal finances. And the whole purpose of this particular episode is how do I pick what comes first? And I think that Kelly's response was perfect and that you're being pulled in a lot of different directions. So we've got to sort of stop for a moment and define what it is that we want to achieve. And that helps to dictate how it is that we go about setting priorities. So in this example, we illustrate a a few areas of, of 
not concern, but things that should be touched on. So one of the things is that we're talking about protection for children in the form of life insurance, which is totally appropriate. Another thing that comes up, however, is that maybe using life insurance as the saving vehicle for protecting those children. That may not be the most appropriate way to go about saving. Just like we talked about in the last episode on fear, uh, our interviewee discussed the the idea that, you know, I want to provide protection and I want to save for college. And I mentioned that there are a lot of different vehicles that serve those needs. The same thing is playing out right here in this response. we got a lot of different needs and there definitely are the appropriate tools and vehicles to satisfy those needs. So one way that I would recommend tackling a situation like Kelly's and that you have a lot of different competing factors is to create what's called a needs, wants, and wishes list. So the needs, wants, and wishes list is really simple. You've got three categories and you take all of the things that you can possibly think of that you'd like to achieve in your lifetime and you're going to put those into these three categories. So an example of a need would be you just started a new job, you need to have a brand new laptop. That's going to cost you some money, but the need to have that in your life is so significant that you would place it in the needs category. So that's going to put it up on your priorities list. In the wants section, these are things that you would like to achieve. Um, However, they don't have an immediate need to achieve them. So for an example, maybe you want to buy a house. So let's take Kelly, for example. She talked about buying a house. She talked about buying a rent house. Maybe those are things that you would like to do, but right now you're still in an apartment and you can maintain your rent payment. And though you're not building equity, as Kelly illustrated, you're still serving a need essentially by living in that apartment and paying that rent. So we can focus on saving for a house, but it's not going to take precedence over the need to buy a computer. Then the third section would be our wishes. So these are the things that you dream of that you would love to achieve Um, but they are going to be sort of last on the list. This could be an example like, I want to take a trip internationally every single year. That's what I want to do. Well, that sounds great, and that would be not inconsistent amongst millennials. We think we can just travel the world all we want to. But the important thing is that once it's defined and it's down on your wishes list, you understand and you can visualize that, hey, there are more important topics Uh, and things that I need to achieve before I can focus my money and my resources on taking an international trip once a year. Another thing that's good to accompany the needs, wants, and wishes list is uh, a time horizon list as well. So taking those needs, those wants, and wishes and assigning a time frame for them. In our example, the computer has a very immediate time horizon, which means it's probably more important than some of the other things. So if you're having a hard time deciphering between the three, adding a time horizon to it can help clarify in your mind where to focus your attention. Next up, I had the opportunity to interview Crystal. Crystal is 21 and she is a full-time student and she's also a full-time nanny and she just got back from spending some uh, fun times on the beach for spring break. Um, And just on a side note, When you become a working professional, one of the most depressing things is that there are no more spring breaks. So just, I'm going to put that out there now and we're going to, we're going to move past it together. So let's hear uh, Crystal's response to when we asked, what are your top two financial priorities to focus on and why? 
Actually, that's a funny question. I just came back from spring break and just spent way too much money. I would have to say my number one priority would be saving. Uh, Definitely need to save for college. Also saving or creating a separate savings for, you know, unplanned events such as my car. But honestly, I don't know how to do that um, living paycheck to paycheck. So I think Crystal's response is great because it it really seems real and genuine. Like, you know, I'm in this stage of my life where I'm in college right now. I do have a part-time job, but I want to have fun. And I think that that's a really important time frame, but it also accompanies itself with a whole slew of financial decisions that need to be made. First thing would be she mentions that she spent way too much money while she was out on spring break, which is understandable. Um, And I would just go back to the budget, the need for a budget. If you can adequately prepare yourself to take trips like a spring break trip or anything else, then you can understand how much wiggle room you have to spend some cash while you're on that trip without significantly impacting your ability to pay your bills when you get home. Another thing that she touched on that actually has not come up in any of the other responses, but I feel like it's probably an elephant in the room that needs to be addressed, is that, hey, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And I think that, you know, that's the majority of us. And so the, the reason we have priorities and the reason that we need to focus on identifying those priorities is that you've got to make those paychecks stretch as much as possible. The only way that you're going to do that is by creating a budget that works for you. And then also something to consider is that once you have that budget in place, if there are saving objectives in that budget, so for an emergency fund, Um, for a vacation trip, um, for retirement, whatever those may be, the best thing I could say would would be to establish some type of an auto deposit or an auto draft out of your checking account so that once that paycheck hits, that money's gone and it's going to the, it's being directed to the account for the express purpose of what you have defined it in your budget. That's going to allow you not to dip into that money and then use it for your extra trip on spring break. So that whenever it's time to take a trip or to have a one-off expense, the money that you have left in your bank account, that's what can be used for those types of expenses. You're not tapping into those other issues. All right, finally, I had the opportunity to interview Erica. Erica is a stay-at-home mom. She's 28 years old. Her children are about ready to leave the nest to start elementary school, and that means some significant life changes are coming up for Erica. So I posed the question to her, what are your top two financial priorities to focus on and why? I've been a stay-at-home mom, so and my kids are at school right now, uh, and I will have a little bit of more of time to focus in my debt first and then uh, I will build my career so I can start working and help with bills and car payments. So I love Erica's response to this question because it is unique from the rest of the questions and responses that we have received thus far. I think that obviously this is a financial podcast. We're talking about financial issues. But it is important, and there is certainly merit in considering what are the non-financial issues 
when dealing with something like a transition from staying at home, being with kids to working in the working world again. That is a big change. And I think that it's important that although your focus is I need to add income to the household, I need to work and help pay down the debt. Those are important. However, if you don't take time to assess and define what it is you're looking for in a career, um, what it is that you're looking to achieve more than just from a financial perspective, then you're going to skip over some of those issues. And then that could potentially translate into problems later on financially, because maybe you end up in a situation where you aren't happy with your job or you're in a situation where you can you can't leave the job if you needed to something like that and now you've become reliant on this income because you placed such a focus on helping pay down debt saving so it's important that the key is that you don't don't feel like you missed out on something just because you sat at home and took care of children that was a need in the household and you fulfilled that need And so now, just as anybody else, even a 22-year-old who just graduated from college is entering the professional working world, Erica's doing the exact same thing, just from a different background or a different perspective. So it's important not to compare yourself to other people. I get this question all the time when I meet with clients. They ask me, how well am I positioned relative to others in my age range? Like, I know that um, you can't tell me specifics, but, you know, since you work with people around my age, I just like to know. And I always tell them, and I repeat over and over, that you are the expert of your own life, and you are the one that is in control of your personal financial situation. The outcome of that is completely dependent on the decisions and the goals that you have for yourself. So it's important not to compare your situation to other people's because that can set you up for failure. And that can also, uh, the concept we talked about in episode one of lifestyle creep, when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people in your same age range or that appear to be in the same situation as you, that provides an area for you to make some mistakes that are inconsistent with your overall goals and objectives that you've defined for yourself. So, Our responses to the question from all three of the individuals that we interviewed was very dynamic this episode. And I think that while there were a lot of different views and different situations that came into play, one thing was consistent throughout all three, and that is you got priorities. Regardless of who you are, you have financial priorities, life priorities, and getting control of those priorities and uh, creating a system, be it financially or whatever, to help you manage those priorities is going to be really important. So just three key takeaways. Uh, First thing would be you need to focus on your needs and don't compare yourself to other people in different situations because everybody's situation, just as we've highlighted, is unique. And remember lifestyle creep, you don't want those types of behavioral issues to, to start to come up because you uh, started comparing yourself to other people. Also, impulse buying. Think about my story from the beginning. Buying a car offhand just because it's something that I always wanted to do wasn't necessarily the most financially prudent decision, and it has had long-term ripple effects that I didn't anticipate happening. So defining your goals and making decisions that are consistent with them is really important because natural prioritization will occur if that happens. The second takeaway would be that although everybody's situation is unique, I will reiterate that cash is 
your best friend and will continue to be your best friend. And so regardless of what your situation is, having a cash cushion should always at least be one of your top priorities. Finally, budgets. I just keep reiterating the importance of budgeting, but budgeting from the perspective of defining priorities is also important. So you might think that budgeting is just to help you understand money coming in and money going out, but it does a lot of different things, including helping you define what it is that is a priority for you and what can wait. That wraps up this episode of Jake of All Trades, where we talked about hashtag priorities. If you feel so inclined, please tweet me with your uh, hashtag for your first financial priority that you plan to implement after this episode. And be sure to catch us next week. We're going to be talking about the dirty truth. Scandalous. I'm your host, Jake Rivas. Follow me on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Jake's Two Cents and also online at jakestwocents.com. Remember, you are the expert of your own life. And that's my two cents. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.